you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. What's up, my good people? So glad you are with us. Congratulations. You have found El Huddle. I'm Will Selva alongside MJ Acosta Ruiz. Yeah. Mi hermana. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Will? Have, can you believe we're in week eight of uh, the season? I can't. I can't. It does feel What's like happening? the season has has flown by, but it's been the most what feels like unpredictable season given where a lot of teams are and all the surprises yeah. that we've seen so far. And I have to say, what I am most surprised about is your take on Halloween because I right can't. now, right now, oh yes, oh yes, we can. This I am very interested in. Now, no, I listen, mean I with, can't with Halloween is what I. Oh, you you can't that, you can't yeah. do it. You're just you're you're just done. You're you're over it. See, that's how I'm I over feel it. about. I'm too busy. I feel like that's how I feel about New Year's. I think it's an overhyped. That's fair. Holiday. Um, that's fair. G- give me your take on on Halloween. See, here's the thing. So, and everyone gets really upset because the stores all go directly to Christmas decor and holiday decor. So they like skip over Halloween and Thanksgiving typically, which, uh, listen, I understand. We want to take in every moment, be present. I get that aspect of it. But that's how I knew that we were, I was like, oh my God, it really is week eight. Because I did see a couple of Halloween things in the middle of all of this, the Christmas displays that are already out there. But, uh, well, I don't, you know, I have a, I'm like everybody's auntie, right? So I have nieces and nephews, but I don't have, yeah. you know, any kids of my own, which is fine. That's on purpose. Um, so I've been asked wonderfully by our our friend and hermano Omar Ruiz, yes. his beautiful oh. daughters, my tiny besties, have asked me to take them trick-or-treating. Absolutely. It is my honor. No question. I will be there. Let's go. I'm down for the trick-or-treating. That aspect, cool. I'm all in. But I have to tell you, my best friend is Halloween is her favorite holiday, right? So last year, as a supportive best friend that I am, I said, okay, girl, what are we doing? She had no lies, seven different costumes. Okay. I don't even know how I can keep up. Yeah, I can see where that's slightly annoying, right? Because now, half of, it's not even annoying. It's it's no? actually impressive. Like I'm like, you really took the time to like yes. figure this out. But. Half of them were for for work for on air. Great. But then I'm like, so of course I show up to her house in like the bare minimum, and she's like, no. Pulls out all of the stops from the closet. Suddenly I'm in a, an extravagant, beautiful costume. Thank you for that. She hooked me up. But I don't have time for this. It will. I don't know what I'm going to wear. Where are we going? I don't want to do things. I want to do less things. The season is really picking up. As you know, we have the Mexico game in a couple of weeks. I'm just in shambles. So I have the bandwidth for one trick-or-treating outing with my little besties. And that's all I got in me this year, to be honest with you. I don't know how you do it. You have children who yes, i'm sure are two, very excited yeah about they're they're excited about it so my son is going to be maverick 
So, you know, he's got the talk to me, goose. Talk to me, you know. I uh, love this. Aviators all. Yes. So yes. we got him that. He actually Here. got a haircut yesterday. And so it's he's got a little bit of the buzz going. So it's going to be perfect for the costume. And my daughter and her friend are going to be Mario and Luigi. Now she's That's older. So she's going to be. She's going to be a teenager now. So she's Ooh. she's entered a different phase mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, with mm-hmm. Halloween, uh, where I think she's starting to maybe feel like she's growing a little bit out of it, and she's getting older. Yeah. She's realizing she's not a kid anymore because she is turning mm-hmm. uh, into a teenager. But like you know, my son, being the uh, boy that he is, he is so like changes his mind like constantly about what he wants to be. He wants to be like. Yeah. The um the the car dealership uh floaty that's out there that everybody it's sees like the he wacky wants flailing and yeah he wants arm. to do that so he wants multiple costumes so oh. so he wants one like during the day uh, and at night it's like dude this isn't like the you know academy change. awards and right. then you're like going to change at night for the like after parties and stuff it's like you're a it. kid okay and then comes the whole thing of. Now in their head that uh, we need to definitely uh, keep an eye that there's not anything like that shouldn't be in there, you know, because they had heard at school about like fentanyl or something like that I, out there. Right. Right. So so Terrifying. that's fine. And I was telling them, it's like we've been inspecting your candy since you started trick or treating. Right. And yeah. and I love picking through all their candy because I'm Fair. doing it for a long time and I love it and it's awful <laughs> for me. My dentist hates me for it, but yeah. that's that's okay. the best part. And so uh, it is fun when when they're into it and then we're going to go trick or treating and then figuring that out. But he wants to be multiple people and he wants to be a sumo wrestler and all these different things. It's like, dude, calm Identity down. Crisis. Um, what's your favorite candy? And will I swear if you say candy corn. No, 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 hell no. Hell no. Um, okay. My, uh, do I, I don't, I don't mind it, right? But it's mm. not my favorite. Kit Kats are where it's at for me. Ooh. Give me some Kit Kats. Uh, give Great me some choice. Twix. I am good. How about yeah. you? Um, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Snickers girl. That's definitely okay. my favorite. Um, I, I like love the people too. who give you like a full sized yes. Snickers. Although I'm also a fan of the teeny bite-sized ones, but then I just put like 20 of them in my purse. So like every, so like through Thanksgiving, I'll just find like random little like bite-sized <laughs> Snickers. Um, I should probably buy a bag of Halloween candy. There's a lot of kids. There you go. Now it seems like you're getting into the Halloween spirit. Somebody no, just got into the Halloween spirit. I just don't want to get my spirit. house. I don't want people to egg my house because then we don't, <laughs> we're going to throw hands. Nah, throw hands. come on. Nah, um, nah. My neighbors are, wait, have you decorated your house for Halloween? Uh, yeah, but just a little bit. It's like, we have like a skeleton out in front, some, some tombstones out front, that kind of thing. We've got a a reclining skeleton on the front porch. Yeah. But that may change though. Like, you know, in the coming years, you may say, ah, I'm going to be more into it. We're running out of time. I'm not buying anything, but yes, maybe as we get older, (laughs) the Ruiz girls have inspired me to do a little bit more. If they come over with like, with things, I will absolutely put it up. I love those girls. See, I love the kids. Right. But like, I know I I just, my husband has worn the same Batman mask for, I think like seven years running. So he, that's his contribution. He's like, if we're going to do something (laughs) fine, I'll throw on the mask. I'm good to go. So the Christian Bale Batman, that's what he is. Exclusively. Yeah. Exclusively that Batman. That's my Batman. Yeah. But this week could be scary. 
for yeah. a ton of teams, Will. Yeah, yeah. I like it because uh, we've got the trade deadline coming up on Tuesday, and now we're seeing some teams making some moves as we mm-hmm. kind of get into our news portion here. As of this recording, Kadarius Tony going from the Giants to yep. the Chiefs for a third-round compensatory pick and a sixth-round pick. And for me, this just feels like another positionless player that the Chiefs are getting that's going to be in the laboratory for uh, Andy Reid and for their mm-hmm. creativity to really take place. I, <laughs> the trades this week has have given me anxiety, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, but to, to your point, um, I think teams at this almost halfway point in the, in the year. And I have to remember now we do have that extra week. So it's like yeah. eight and a half is actually the halfway point. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's guys are getting hurt. Guys are going down. People are getting banged up. Who can we bring in? Who's fresh, who maybe hasn't gotten as many touches, who can really bolster this defense. Now teams have realized what deficiencies they have, and moreover, what deficiencies the rest of the opponents they have on their schedule That's are right. dealing with. That's also correct. And because they're moving accordingly. Absolutely. That's a great point because, say, for example, on Sunday, the Jaguars are playing the Broncos mm-hmm. in London, and <laughs> that could be a game that determines if the Broncos are going to be making their players available. Right. So that's something that teams are waiting to see what they do on Sunday. Now we saw the Eagles, they their approach is unbelievable. Like the way that Howie Roseman has constructed yep. this roster is so uh admirable is not the word, but very impressive. Yeah. Um, I, have you watched the rest of House of, of Dragon, by the way? Have, have you I watched am House of the Dragon? Fully caught up. Okay, so you're fully caught up. So, fully so, caught so, up. So, 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 Lord Corliss, remember he says, like, hope is a fool's ally. He I says agree. that. And, and it's true. Hope is not a plan, and hope is not in the uh, plans of the Eagles here. So, they go out and they get yeah. Robert Quinn. Now, Robert mm-hmm. Quinn is not a sexy move by any stretch. It's not Von Miller going to LA, but it has teeth. And it helps yeah. their pass rush. And Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick has been playing great. And this is the benefit of having a quarterback who's still on his rookie contract. So you can make moves like this, right? So for me, that's been impressive. So now what are you going to do, Cowboys? You have mm. to answer to them because now the defense of the Eagles can go blow for blow with the Cowboys, Edmund. No question. Um <laughs> I love how this has gone, right? Because at the beginning of the season, we're talking about the NFC East and we're like, this division is wide open. Like anybody can yeah. take it really. And the Eagles said, okay, hold on, just watch us. And this has been so, such an interesting development, right? Because the first few weeks we're like, huh? Okay. That was, that was kind of impressive. And now when you're two months in, you're like, no, this is the real deal. The Eagles are not playing games with y'all. I mean, they're playing actual football games, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's really, this is the type of stuff we want to see, right? Be aggressive, be intentional, Absolutely. and get after it. And that's exactly what, what these guys are doing. Now, the other huge trade that rocked all of us the entire week was Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. Yes, this was huge. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah, <laughs> now look at you, crazy. 40 yes. Um, I love it. I love it too. And it does show again that they're like the Eagles and they're all in. Uh, mm-hmm. The 49ers will be playing at Levi's South uh, on Sunday. 
And Deep which work. Kyle Shanahan had said that is one of the mm-hmm. coolest things I've seen in sports, and it is. But this is going to be the Christian McCaffrey Bowl for several reasons because now we're going to see what they're going to do with him because yeah. Kyle Shanahan had said, okay, the playbook is open. And so yeah. for me, there's a lot of pressure on Shanahan here to produce, right? Um, I think that they have to put him out. I think they have to do wildcat with him. I don't want to see him do what they do with Jeff Wilson. I want to see him move all over the field. I want him to be that nightmarish matchup for any defense. And I think for Jimmy, he just has to stay within the plan because Jimmy is the kind of quarterback that he can only execute the play if it's going perfectly. And Mm -hmm. Jimmy, don't throw any bad interceptions here on Sunday. You can't afford to do it, okay? Yes, you got a good defense, but, you know, MJ, this defense has also been decimated by injuries. We're trying to get a little bit healthy, right? And so I'm curious to see how they're going to use Christian McCaffrey. I saw it. It's like, okay, this is fun. I think this this was such a perfect solution for everyone involved, certainly for CMC, who... I believe a big part of the reason why he has been so hampered with injuries is because he was the entire offense for the Carolina Panthers. So he was Mm -hmm. run ragged. He had to do everything. That's not going to be the case for him, I don't think, in San Francisco. But now San Francisco has a true starter, a true RB1 coming out of the backfield there. It's nothing against Jeff Wilson Jr. He is phenomenal. He is great. And I think that the two of them together are going to be a two-headed monster to deal with out of the backfield. Let's not forget uh, Juszczyk, okay? Juice gets it done. He They sort of line him up in a couple different things. He can be a true fullback. I mean, what he adds and the difficulty that he adds to opposing defenses to try to game plan for, like, it's very, it's going to be very, very tough to cover this run game now. And now it frees up Debo so he doesn't have to get as many running back situations, which we need to love coming into this. Brendan Ayuk has really been stepping up. I really love this. And if there is an offensive mind who can really make this happen, this is not that dissimilar from what we saw leading up to Super Bowl 54 when the 49ers made it there to Miami against the Chiefs. So I think it's, it's a tremendous move. John Lynch got his Stanford dude. Yes, Back he did. Got to stand for awesome. dude, and and they decided to throw in one more pick to mm. beat out the Rams in the I mean, sweepstakes. It was a so King's it, it's a, a, yes, exactly. It's still a king's ransom. And what I love every time these two teams get together is is the the uh, strategies that these two teams will try to implement on each other because also. I think Sean McVay is a great um, offensive mind as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll be curious to see what he has cooked up. Now, the offensive line isn't all that great. Uh, they can't count on Cam Akers, as we know. Uh, but sometimes I wonder if Kyle Shanahan looks at McVay as the same guy that he did when they were in Washington together. And McVay was the one that was laminating all the play sheets. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think it's like this big brother, little brother thing going. 100%. And they just like really get under each other's skin. Absolutely. I mean, last year in the NFC Championship game, you know, the little brother got got it over on, on, yes. oh, yeah. on Shani. But let's not forget where the dominance lies overall in, in this match, in this coaching matchup, right? When these two teams specifically go up against each other. Several other teams were, of course, trying to go in on um, CMC, as they should. The Bills were in the mm-hmm. conversation. And the yes. Rammies, as we just mentioned there. But other running backs on the move. Look at that. 
when when running backs are hot in the league, they are hot. And yes. the Jets needed a huge one. Ab- oh, I hated seeing Brees Hall get hurt. Well, I know, I know. He was oh, he was crushing it. But they got James Robinson now from the Jaguars. Very good move, I think, by Robert Sala and company. Uh, I agree. And and I had said it in the last podcast that I truly thought that Brees Hall had the potential of having 1,000 yards on the ground and 500 yards oh. receiving. Uh, and he mm-hmm. brings that element. Element, And this is a um, potentially a season, uh, a, a season, I don't, I'm not going to say ending, but season altering injury for them. That's how yeah. much he, he meant yeah. to this offense. That means there's going to be a lot more um, pressure on Zach Wilson now uh, mm-hmm. to, to develop. And I also think there's just going to be a lot more naturally um, pressure going to be on, on Michael Carter, as well as yep. James Robinson coming in here. Uh, I don't know if they still have the same tangibles as Brees Hall yeah. and the same element that he brought. Um but it's it's going to be interesting because it's going to be the Jets going up against the Patriots. And, you know, <laughs> the Jets, the poor Jets have been welcome mats for the Patriots for years. Belichick and company yes. has gotten over on them time and time again. And this may be who Sala is referring to when he says we've got receipts because <laughs> we were talking about like, you know, big brother, little brother with uh, Shanahan and with McVeigh. But now, now here come the oh, Jets yeah. and they got Quinnen Williams and Sauce Gardner and they got DJ Reed and they got the swag and they believe in themselves here. No question. And I think this defense, and we can't forget the defensive mind that Robert Sala is. He's a guy who's more than likely probably putting up more weights than some of these players in the, the gym. Yes. He's like that. He's that type of big man. He's that type of, I don't know if I told you, but when I covered the 49ers, he was still over there as DC. Every game that we would go to, no matter the stadium, I'm looking up. Obviously, you know that when we head out there to do our live shots for the network, yeah. we're there several hours prior to kickoff. I look up no, without fail, and there's Robert Sala running up and down the stairs of every stadium. I'm like, Coach, every, rain shot. He did not care. He was out there getting it. I'm like, Coach, really? He's like, no, it's just, you know. Just a little morning pump. I'm like, if you say so, coach, better you than me, because the way my knees are set up, I could never do well, this many stairs. You know, and and you know the other thing, MJ, is we've been talking about trades and potential trades. Um, I think that the 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 Jets could be in the mix for maybe an offensive lineman. I mean, losing mm. Vera Tucker is a big deal. So maybe O line is is uh, a potential uh, spot where they can improve on. Yes, um, I. Do love though that the Jets, like you mentioned, are going up against the Patriots this week because that leads us to a little bit of cheese me. Yes, we do. A little cheese me, <laughs> a little how should we say this? Back and forth where Can we say know, controversy? I think we can say quarterback controversy because that was spicy in that last yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't I don't know if I want to call it a controversy, only because um, now we know I think it, it was, I think, a controversy there for a couple of days. I think what is funny to me is that the last thing coaches want is to bring any distraction upon themselves. And that's exactly what Bill Belichick did here in least of all Bill. 
Well, least of least all, absolutely. Of all who, who gives you nothing, right? Nothing. And so, uh, yeah. so th- this the the quarterback controversy. It sounds like it was rooted in a health concern for Mac Jones's ankle, sure. and so. We'll the the thing that's that's weird for me is how these Patriots fans just instantly were just booing Mac Jones after he made that throw. And granted, that's mm-hmm. been his problem uh, this season is making mental errors, throwing it into triple coverage. Uh, but they're booing him there. And then as soon as Bailey Zappi comes on, I mean, they're throwing a big old parade party for him. I mean, I thought there was going to be duck boats on the I field they were so boy. excited exactly i thought mac and cheese was your boy exactly but they, yeah and it's just like the patriots they drafted him 18 months ago they've developed him he he went to the pro bowl he got them to the playoffs this is something where now mac has to say this is my team mm-hmm. this is who i am and he is developing this isn't good for his psyche too, just no. to see something like this take place. And I don't know if Belichick did what my late father used to do when it came to my brothers and I. Uh, Roberto, uh, Fernando, uh, you know, it's like the Latino Whoever, roll just call. just get over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get over here. It's like the Latino roll call, you know, by the time he would get to me. And so, I don't know, he saw Zappi and he's like, no, Mac Jones, no. Zappi, you, get, you know, whoever, just get over here. Well, what are you guys? They, they do low-key look alike. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I would love to see, and I know that Mac Jones is still such a young quarterback so early on in his career, but I'd love to see him come in and be like, el que mando aquí soy yo. Mm-hmm. I'm in charge here. This is my team to lose. And I'm not there yet. My ankle might be a little banged up, but I still got this. And you could see him on the sideline, especially towards the end of the game. Cause yes, Zappy got him to the end zone. They put points on the board. Exactly. But it, it's not like he was playing lights out, lighting it up. That second, especially the second half of the game. So you saw Mac helmet on, looking at his wrist, um, his wristband there, checking the plays like he was ready yeah. to go. He wanted to go back in he there. Did. He did. So, Never came in. Never came in. No. Um, so it it's just as funny. Yeah. And it's just as funny to hear, um, you know, Belichick talk about it and try to avoid it. And it does mm. look like, you know, Mac is going to be in, you know, the starter uh, on Sunday. So, right. Um, <laughs> You know, to so, be so clear, you, so the whole locker clear. room knows this time it has been announced. <laughs> yes, so so Mac is going to be under center, uh, and I just feel like the quarterbacks have really been in the spotlight here, especially the veteran quarterbacks. I mean, mm-hmm. Mac is just starting his trajectory as a quarterback in this league, but then you look at what's happened in Indianapolis, in New England, and in Tampa with these veteran starters with yeah. Matt Ryan. Then getting benched, even though he has a shoulder separation, they decided to bench him. And it just has not worked. All the turnovers, the interceptions, and, you know, that O-line didn't do him any favors. Neither did that running game, MJ. I don't understand what happened to Johnny Taylor. And again, I think I'm the only person on the planet who calls him Johnny Taylor, Jonathan Taylor to all of you. For someone who loves a government name, of course, I I shortened his. Um, (laughs) Remember when he got traded over there, the press conference and holding up his Colts jersey and we're like Matty Ice let's go mm-hmm. because for so long how many seasons now will have we been saying la misma historia that the Colts are a quarterback away and then they get a veteran guy who has put up unbelievable numbers who's on the all-time list in many quarterback metrics the way Matt Ryan has mm-hmm. and now there he is and we're not even at the halfway mark and he gets benched I it's a changing of the guard 
because it's not just Matt Ryan. We're seeing it with Aaron Rodgers. We're seeing it with Tom Brady. This era, this Mm -hmm. era might be coming to its end real soon here. Yeah, no, uh, agreed. Uh, you look at with with Matt Ryan. Uh, he's getting twelve million guaranteed, and huh. he's not even the second string quarterback. He's third string quarterback, so he's behind Nick Foles. Um, and with Tom Brady, we don't know what's going on with his personal life, but he just looks different. He's going through uh, it. He's he's going through something, and um, it's funny. We were talking about hope before, and it's just like you know, he's saying, "Gosh, you know, I I I hope." You know, that we can get through this. And it's just like, it just doesn't sound like Tom Brady. That's not Tom Brady, right. That's not Tom Brady, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, granted, there's no running game as well. And they seem like they're now all of a sudden a little bit older and a little bit slower. Uh, And then in in Green Bay, you have Aaron Rodgers, right? Who Who cannot help himself. He cannot help himself, and he's totally leaned into the Bond villain role, right? It's like, you know, very, very foolish, Mr. Bond. I'm actually, like, Welcome not to your pain. Because if you're going to say stuff like this, at the, to his credit, if nothing else, at least he, he owns it. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does own it. He, he does own it. And, and, you know, Sammy Watkins came out and said, like, yeah, I'm with Aaron. I totally am right there. Um, and and Rasul Douglas also came out and said the same thing. But... Some of that accountability, it seems like he is putting on the coach. And I just uh-huh. wish that maybe Matt LaFleur would have just had a little bit more pushback. Now, maybe he does behind the scenes and we're not aware of it. Uh, but it, it just sounds like he said, yeah, truth hurts. Yeah, the truth yep. hurts here. So and I get it. It's like with his stature and what he's done, he's a future Hall of Famer. So he can say what he wants. It just feels like he's been saying what he wants now, especially in like the last year or so. And so it, it just I, I wonder how some of these guys in the locker room really feel. He calls out, you know, hey, guys need to be benched, et cetera. But it's like, does he really think that Romeo Dobbs is going to go to him to his locker? And, of course not. And he's, he's not. He's not. And that's why he was at his He's like, yeah, so if uh, they want to talk to me, uh, you know, they can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. And, uh, you know, it's like, nah, nah, Aaron, come on now. It's like those young, those, those young pups aren't going to go there. And the, and the other aspect to this, MJ, is maybe it's a generational thing, too. He's a lot older than a lot of these younger guys. And sometimes with these younger guys, they have different motivations, yeah. uh, whether you like it or not. However you want to yeah. describe it, it is what it is. So there might be a little bit of that disconnect not only happening there, but maybe in in Tampa as well. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Well, this is why you make me a better adult, right? I always say I need to learn how to adult. Well, thanks. And so you teach me how to be responsible. And I'm going to call it football fiscally responsible in our buy or selva. Because, well, we have a few games that I want to know if you are going all in or if you're buying this thing. Yeah. The Giants continue 
to show out. Yeah. And I think we've asked this question before, but I'm going to keep asking it until I fully believe it. But do you, Will, Mm -hmm. are the Giants a legit playoff content? I said a playoffs. Uh, yes, thank you, uh, Jamora. I I'm going to buy on them. It's like, how could you Ooh. not? Uh, six and one. I think that the way that they've been playing, they've showed a lot of fight in these comebacks in the fourth quarter. Um, they have shown that they have a playmaker in Saquon Barkley. They've got a good defense. They've got a good running game going. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the ingredients going. Daniel Jones is being put in a situation where he's not having to make bad decisions. So they're rolling him out and then he's tucking it and running. And as our colleague Jason McCourty had said, one of the biggest stressors for an opposing defense is when a quarterback is out there and is scrambling yeah. and decides to run. So mm-hmm. uh, I do believe that they are legit playoff uh contenders i don't think they're going to go very far given the fact that you do have to eventually face tough defenses and you do have to make throws to receivers who can catch and who knew that we would have the seahawks and the giants be the featured game with two teams that have winning records amazing i love this game for gino The late afternoon slate, 425 uh, Eastern on Fox. And I just was able to watch Gino in person against the Chargers last Sunday. Yeah. I told you, this is why, remember, I I gave him the nod a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and he continues to do that. So we have to pick this game for total access and I have to decide by tomorrow. And they suffered quite a few injuries in that game. But there's just something about what I saw. The glimmer in Gino Smith's eyes. Now that I got to see him in person for the first time this season, I was like, oh, he's getting after it. He is, he's trying to he rewrite is. the narrative of his career and of the mm-hmm. Seahawks team. And I love this. I love this for you, Seahawks. But the Giants will not go out quietly. And they're killing it right now. I have to say that. My husband is a Giants fan. I don't know if I told you that. So I'd like to have peace in my home. So I got to give them with their With his props. Batman mask on. Yeah, with his Batman. I got to give them props <laughs> as well. No, but they're playing yes. very well. All right. What about... Cardinals, they're facing the Vikings in the early afternoon, late 1 p.m. Eastern on Fox uh, mm-hmm. for week eight. D-Hop, is he going to have more receiving yards than young Justin Jefferson, the master of the gritty? Buy or Salva? Oh. I am going to, I'm going to Salva on this. Mm. Um, this was hard for me. Oh this my. was hard for me because... DeAndre Hopkins certainly makes a difference for this Cardinals offense and Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is better at throwing these intermediate uh, passes. I also (laughs) think that DeAndre, by the way, the next uh, pass that he catches will be 800 catches for him. Uh, It's going to be a tug, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It has to be right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I think he's going to be facing a secondary that believe it or not has given up something like 188 yards right. per game receiving, you know, that's, yeah. that's, you, you know, so for the Vikings, that's like fifth in the NFL. So he's got a chance, but I think Zadarius Smith is going to be oh. in Kyler's face a lot and he's going to make it a lot tougher. So therefore Justin Jefferson is going to go off against the 29th ranked passing defense of the Cardinals. So I'm going to have to Selva on this. Sorry, mm. D-Hop. That's how I'm I get it. seeing it. I mean, 
I still think he'll have a good game, but I, yes. I agree yes. with you there. I mean, like last week, he didn't score a touchdown, but he had over 100 receiving yards, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, That's he right. still did right. what D-Hop does, and it was the missing element in that game. But I still think that he and Kyler need to get back into their full rhythm, mm-hmm. and there's still a, a lot to be desired there from that Cardinals, Cardinals offense, even though they put up everything that they needed to do. Um, when they had to, but I don't know. There, there's something that's just off, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see it fully gel and come completely into focus. Let's put yeah. into focus this week's. See what you're doing, Romacho. Yes. <laughs> Perro macho. Who are you looking at? Uh, okay, so uh, I'm looking at Derek Henry. Um, I feel like we've King seen the- Henry. Derek Henry of old since week three. This is a team that has gone back to their identity that mm-hmm. likes to run the ball down your throat. And as a result, yeah. it's made Ryan Tannehill a better passer with the play action. Sure. And uh, I think it's just helped out the entire offense move more. And keep in mind, he is doing this without their number one left tackle, their number one wide receiver, and even on defense, their number one pass rusher. And you can tell just as a whole with the Titans how much they love playing with Mike Vrabel. That shot of him and Ben Jones in the <laughs> tunnel was yeah. was really cool to see. So it just feels like they are back to being the, the Titans of old as we know them and love them. And he absolutely feasts on the Texans. So I could see him going off for 200 yards against the poor Texans. Uh, so Woof. I think it is going to be for me, one of the perro machos has to be Derek Henry. Yeah. Titans, Texans, four Oh five Eastern on CBS on Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's another guy you're watching who went off, who got me the W in fantasy, fantasy. last week. Okay. Now we're Talk getting about to him. it. Let's, Let's go. get to it. Yeah, uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, mm-hmm. Love what Josh Jacobs has been doing. I think that he, again, we're talking about the running game, and we're talking about running backs on this podcast. What the hell is going on? We should oh, be talking about running the back passers. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> I, I think it's like it's made Derek Carr better. Um, you're talking mm-hmm. about the the third best rusher in the league right now. He's number four in scrimmage yards. And Derek Carr, we see the difference that it's made. He's had a passer rating of over uh, 110. So I think that is um, made a big difference for them. And then yeah. when you look ahead just to the Raiders' schedule, if they can keep this up, uh, their schedule is gettable for them. And given how this, this division is, MJ, I wouldn't count out the Raiders. I wouldn't. Nope. Never. Never discount the Raiders, especially when we came into the season talking about the roster. On paper, and finally they showed us that last week, they have one of the most complete rosters, not just in that division, I would say in the NFC. I mean, from the Devontae trade to Josh Jacobs to Hunter Renfro to defense Max Crosby, um, I mean, just across the board, I think finally we're starting to see, I I think that bye week did them really, really well. Um, they needed that to regroup, and they came out swinging, boy. I love that for me. I needed a win. The Raiders needed a win. It was a great week for me. I don't know. I'm just saying. So I love, love that he's on your perro macho. He's certainly playing like one for sure. Shout out to MJ's fantasy team. Woohoo! Woohoo! We got a whole three wins. 
<laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late to turn it around. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap, fresh, green, Irish shop now at a store near you. It is that time. It is that time that we are all looking for. It is Platano Power. Yes. Um, I just bought, I just made some tostones. If you guys don't know what tostones are. Oh, are, man. Are those, are those, hold on a second. Are those like uh, chicharrones? Not, are no, those so that's mofongo. Okay. I think you're thinking of mofongo. So tostones are, you buy the plantain, you peel it, you cut it up, you smash it. So it looks like mm -hmm. a little disc. Actually, no, you fry it first. First round of frying. Yes. You smash it into like a small disc. You fry it again. And I never said it was healthy. I just said it was delicious. <laughs> well, mangu, oh, right? So you mentioned mangu in the last... It's a whole other time. There's like endless amounts of ways that you make, can make plantains. But I say tostones because they're, they're small. You can sort of take them wherever. You can pair them with anything that you want. A little bit of cheese, a little bit of, I don't know, any kind of protein. So I think... Give those up for that, Halloween, by the way. Give those right? up. Parents would be horrified. <laughs> um, I think that young Joe Burrow had a nice helping of tostones. A little platano power last week. I learned a very tough lesson, I have to say. I don't know if you know but, this well, but well, we do every Friday upset alerts on yeah. Total Access. Yeah, yeah. No, and see, my, you're, you're forced to make, yeah, you... Uh, on tough TA, decisions. I, I, yes, you got to make a lot of tough, tough decisions. decisions. And, and I know then you're like thinking about your record mm -hmm. and what the guys are thinking. Yes, no, it's, it's a competition. And it's I will a total not competition. Down, but I foolishly... Picked against um, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, and I thought the Falcons could potentially upset them. They've been playing very well, as you've seen. They got a win against the 49ers. And Joe Burrow said, oh, dear, dear MJ. Dear, dear yeah. MJ. How dare you? Well, And well, he showed me, man. Yeah. Um, learned my lesson there. I mean, this man is crushing it um, already this season. I think that now we're finally starting to see this Bengals offense for what it was last year. Um, and we can't forget that Joe Burrow was coming off an appendectomy to start the year. Yes. I had uh -huh. appendicitis when I was 18 years old. It was the most horrific experience of my life. So and have I, I am not a and I am not a starting quarterback in the National Football <laughs> League, right? So uh, the fact yes. that he was up there playing a few weeks removed from the surgery is a testament to <laughs> just what a beast he is. But I feel that now he is truly fully healthy. That offense is clicking once again. The team is getting getting the job done, and we cannot overlook this Bengals team. They're first in the AFC North, four and three on the year. They are just getting going, and I think they're just now going to start playing that level of football that we saw last year. So, tostones all around for the Bengals team, especially you, Joe Burrow. I love this. Yeah, well, you know, I thought of you and your papi because – you two were texting back and forth about and whether to go with the Falcons or the Bengals. And right. So now my were... dad was right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's so, very upsetting so, news. I, I know. I'm sorry. And so with, with the Falcons, the way that they were playing, I mean, it gave you some hope. But 
Wow. The way the Bengals and Joe Burrow in this offense, I have to give credit where credit's due. And that's mm-hmm. to Zach Taylor, who Ooh, made the yeah. adjustment. You know, sometimes we go after the coaches and their play calling and not making adjustments. Well, Zach Taylor did just that. They went mm-hmm. back to what made them a great offense last year. You know, he's yeah. operating from the gun. Now, granted, they are barely running the ball. There's not really a threat. And sorry to Joe Mixon, fantasy football uh, managers out there. But the way that this offense is running, I mean, just last week, you had two guys who had over 100 yards and you nearly had three. And so even though they are uh, not showing any sort of signs in the running game, Just throw the ball all over the place. They have the best trio of wide receivers in the NFL right now. And if I'm the Ravens, I'm looking over my shoulder right now because the Bengals are putting it together right now at a good time. They've got a good defense to go along with that offense already. Some studs like with Bell and Hendricks in there. Watch out for the Bengals. They, they, they right now, they've got something cooking right now. And even we were talking about fantasy football. Joe Burrow is like one of the top five fantasy quarterbacks that you can get out there. Well, not get out there. You wish you had on your team, but no one's giving him up. Yeah. No one's giving him up. No. Uh, So right now, and they just, they have swagger and I love Joe Burrow and, and his attitude and the way he approaches things. So uh, I'm right there with you, right there with you. Uh, so now we have our our final moments, right? So we have our final moments on the pod. Uh, y punto, right? This is our 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 period. one, yeah, just period. <laughs> where where like it's it's our time, our one thing. I guess this is like the final thought that mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Jerry Springer had, right? It was like the final thought. Like after all, like the chairs were being thrown and and people were discovering, you know, who their parents were for the first time ever, you oh know, and, and uh, you know, they would have one final thought with Jerry. For my Ibunto is I just want to see another NFC team emerge because right now it's the Eagles, it's the Cowboys, then, okay, Vikings, and then who else? Who else is going to emerge from this? 49ers. Are you going to emerge from this? Um, mm-hmm. is, is it going to be the Falcons who you're in on? I mean, that division is awful. That is an yeah. awful division that they're in. The Panthers, who look like they're in rebuilding mode, have a chance in this division. Huge win last week. Huge <laughs> exactly. win last week. 21 to 3 over the Bucks. Are you kidding me? That was that was an upset that nobody called. Let's be clear yeah. about that. No, no, nobody did. So uh, that's my ipunto there. Do you have a uh, ipunto that you wanted to to bring up that you thought of? Yeah, for me, it's I, I always think of my mom, right? Like because it was no for ipunto because no matter what the discussion was, and there to be clear, in our very Dominican household, there was no discourse. Right? It was this is what it is. Ipunto done. Yeah. There's no yeah. other discussion. Um, I will be dressing house. up for, I will be dressing up for Halloween. Let's be very clear. Even though yes. I'm the Halloween Grinch, it's yes. going to happen because in mid podcast, will I got yeah. this text from my best friend. God bless her. I told you she's wait, wait, she's this is your friend team. that had like the seven outfits, my bestie with all of the outfits. And she said, Hey, I know okay. you're not thinking about this, but just so you know, I have a onesie unicorn and a cat a unicorn headpiece and a wig, <laughs> like at all points, she's trying to help me. You see, like, how can I not get into it when 
She's making it as easy for me as possible. See, so see? Um, okay, so it's getting you out of it though, right? It's getting you. She has out. a Santa outfit because she knows I love Christmas. Oh my god! So bless her heart. My final ipunto. It's gonna be scary for some teams, but y'all enjoy enjoy Halloween. And to all the parents out there, including you, Will, yeah, you thanks. all are the real MVPs. Because I don't know, all I got to do is go to my best friend's house and pick out a onesie. Y'all have to make like paper mache. <laughs> you got four different costume changes. Uh, it's wild. It's too much. But it's I will be dressing up, obviously, period. Good. End of story. Don't listen Good. to me. I'll be out there with my trick-or-treat bag. Thanks. In terms of Halloween, I'm glad that you're into it. I'm glad that your friend actually yeah. just kind of gave you that little nudge, that little push. That's why I was wondering. It's like, eh, are you annoyed by it? But no, you're not annoyed. You're totally I'm not annoyed. It. No, because she so wholehearted, wholeheartedly loves it. Yeah. And she knows yeah. that I'm this, like, that I have a disdain for having to plan it. So she's like, okay, sis, I got you. I'll do it. I will plan this for you. Just pick one out and it go. I guess yeah. she could. She is maybe perhaps the head coach of this Halloween situation for us. She's got the game plan. She's got the pieces in place. I just got to show up and suit up on game day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I can't wait for you to share your <laughs> Halloween story. <laughs> yes, we better. Um, do you do you want to tell the good people goodbye or am I going to do the goodbye? I, you know, bring us on home, Will. I've been off the rails the whole, the whole yeah. episode. Well, either way, uh, we love our dear, dear audience. We appreciate the fact that you decided to pick us as your podcast. Wherever your podcasts are available, wherever you listen to them, make sure to join us, download it, like it, give her a rating, whatever you want to do. We talk about absolutely everything and anything under the sun. And we can't wait to hear <laughs> the Halloween story with MJ Acosta. Ruiz, we're out of here. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.